0: It's the Nine One Nine Vice Podcast. Joe Ovias, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt, and uh, we're brought to you by Breeze Through. Uh, Breeze Through. Breeze, now they don't do this with beer. They have these lifetime refill tumblers, guys. Well, they should. It's I mean, not come for beer on. though. It's for coffee. <laughs> it's for soft drinks. It's for that kind of stuff. But I might uh, break a
1: law or two. We'll find out who. Yeah,
0: should. I guess. Yeah, we will find out about that here in a second. But uh, Breeze Through. Uh, check them out, locations across the Triangle. We've got uh, concert season in full effect, which again, we'll get to because I'm, a- I'm about to learn something this weekend. a first time for everything at Walnut Creek. Uh, but if you're headed out to, I think they got five shows in a row starting this weekend. And if you need to get some supplies for the tailgate, definitely hydrate before you go into that beer cave. Uh,
1: Breeze throughs got you You should recruit that. Adam to go help you volunteer Because he's never been there He said Well you've never been ago. to Walnut Creek? Still never been to Walnut Creek I mean I okay. just and Now
2: up, it's kind of a thing
1: Yeah it's like he's not going to go i not going to go, go never going to go Okay
2: I got love it. Red Hat I love uh, Red Hat's a great spot <clears throat> Red Hat's a great spot But they've love... done
0: a lot of improvements to Walnut Creek Walnut Creek's not oh, sure. the same
1: no.
2: I wouldn't know Okay There's not a reason I'd like, like you go stay to Walnut. I've not stayed away from it Like, purposely, it's just, I've never gone I I remember going the
1: first year it opened, and going now, it's like, complete, it's not even close to the same experience.
0: No, it's not the same experience. What's funny about Walnut Creek is that if you go now, if you've never been, Adam would appreciate the peak 90s architecture. Like, the color schemes, kind of like, you know, the the, the outdoor touches. But it's the inside that's completely changed. They have better VIP areas now. They've done a hell of a lot to upgrade um, your food, drink airs, options. the restrooms, I mean, yes, the whole thing, all yeah. those things, drink options being the biggest one. Uh, yeah. they've, they've, they've definitely grown their beer portfolio. They've got these shaker cups now for mixed drinks and everything else. And I will be serving, uh, I guess this weekend for the sublime slightly. And you're serving show. beer, right? I, yes, I will be serving. So beer. a question for you on that are you going to have to donate your tips as well? No, you... those tips... Well, the reason, whole reason why I'm working is that the tips are being donated to
1: the Enlow Marching Band. So the tips are... Yes, or like a portion of the tips Okay, so you guys don't actually get paid anything from... No,
0: it's volunteering. And all that money, that any money that we would well, make goes to... Well, but I'm saying, to... does the
1: group get paid anything by Wona Creek for come, for bringing people out there?
0: That I don't know. That I can't remember. I just know that whatever the tips are ends up going Because to I've got a um,
1: an, an acquaintance who uh, actually works at one of the local bars here in downtown, mm-hmm. who also works all of the Hurricanes games. Yeah. And he said some nights he walks out there with a G. Nice. On tips. I don't... That's insane. I don't think at, that's hey, going to be us. At one of the beer tubs. Yeah. And now he's going. He's moving over to one of the uh, spirits bars, so he'll mm-hmm. be mixing, Oh, and they make more. even more. They'll make even more. And he's a great dude, and he's fast. <laughs>
0: so joining us on the podcast today... Is Jennifer Morgan. She is with Williams Mullen, and you focus on this. You're on these ABC laws, right, Jennifer?
3: I do. I've been doing this about 18 years. That's wow.
0: That, that is so okay. So, you know, every nook and cranny of these laws and, and things that I learned at this, uh, I guess, what the Safe Serve uh, seminar that I had to do at Walnut Creek before they allowed me to go this upcoming weekend to serve. And the stories that they told us about what to look for were pretty incredible and I did not I never understood why they opened up the beers for me. Like I even one time I said, Yeah, I'm I'm good, I'll just open it. They're like, No, sir, I have to open that for you. I never understood why. Come to find out why is because you got old dudes wearing cargo pants. Easy that bro. Just, Yeah, guys like you Wayne at country <laughs> shows being creeps where they would go and they would get a bunch of uh, they get a bunch of beer they would put them in their cargo shorts and then back, you know, back out to the lawn and give it to people who are underage. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense now, but you probably didn't think about this beforehand. So there had to be an example. So I'm guessing you're dealing with these types of things as you're coming up with laws and how to, or how to how to navigate these laws.
3: Yeah, I've seen a lot of different uh, unusual, unique scenarios like yeah. that. And there's always a good story sometimes about why some law is proposed or some mm-hmm. regulation is proposed, and usually something like that.
0: That's usually what it is so what do you what do you think is the biggest misconception with ABC's laws that most consumers have?
3: Um, I think one misconception is just that um, that everything's black and white mm-hmm. you know I, I get questions about you know a lot of different areas of the law, but I think there's a misconception about that the law sets forth everything, but with the ABC laws, like a lot of things, you know a lot of these were written a long time ago before some of these unique concepts have come to be and and these collaborations and different things people have come up with. And so there's not an answer a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so I think that can be surprising or frustrating to people is that there's not sometimes a law that says yes or no, you can do something. And so that leaves the attorneys and other people to sort it out. And you have a situation too, where we've got an ABC regulatory scheme that says if something's not specifically set forth in the statutes, it's prohibited. And so that leads sometimes to questions about whether you can do something or not. So I think that, that ambiguity um, from some of the older laws okay. is kind of a misconception gotcha. there. And some sometimes
1: it date back before prohibition
0: probably. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, exactly. are, I guess there are some of those things that date all the way back to that that haven't been updated, I guess, but yeah.
1: Well, and just a uh, background on how we know, Jennifer said when Ab and I started uh, mm-hmm. um the one thing we didn't want to do was to uh, go to ABC Jail. So uh, I don't even know how we came up. I guess through the guild is how we came about your firm and you. And uh, so we hired Jennifer to handle all of the questions that we were going to have and uh, spent a lot of money that first year to make sure that we did things the right way. Uh, But it opened so many doors for us. We got to meet. I can't remember his last name now, but Bob, who was head of ABC at the time, uh, and we did a, a little seminar where Bob came and spoke, and we did some uh, some had an ALE trainer come in and train all the breweries and the people that could come in. That was the year that ALE was yeah it they was were ALE gone wild. They were ALE gone wild. But uh, but Jennifer helped us navigate that and navigated it every year. And then when it was time to do graffiti, uh, same thing. She filled lots of questions for us did our permitting for us and uh still feels lots of questions so uh yeah but we got her for free for an hour well, so we got her for an, an hour or so. far away <laughs> this but is anyway it, it, it's, it's all that
2: money we spent back
1: in 2014 <laughs> yeah. time to cash it's, it's been a great relationship and uh and i've referred you out many times And anybody who's listening to this that uh, if you are thinking about opening up a business or have questions you definitely need to contact her if it's abc related so Thank that's you. my advertisement but uh, you know we're very appreciative of uh, all the things she's done for us over the years well we yeah, and she's she's our expert. And
2: yep. with with the the changes that are anticipated, we wanted to talk about it. It was timely. Um, we were hoping it would be a little more timely, but um, things have been delayed. But you, in this
1: state And a budget,
2: man, you know, <laughs> right. nobody wants what? to greet to anything. Hey, I'm still hung up on the on the cargoes sneaking sneaking beers and Oh, goes. so again, some of the stories that I heard. I've retired
0: those show.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I use them, I use them simply for yard work now. Even oh, though is that what even it though is? the red pair the red pair uh-huh. is still in great shape. Uh-huh. I might could wear those to an N C State game, but the blue and the gray ones, I mean, they're out.
2: Red. <laughs> Fair enough. Like a pair of fire engine red cargo shorts. Oh, they absolutely are. Why, why did I stand out in the crowd? Why'd you pick me to search my cargo shorts?
1: <laughs> and they're probably older than either one of your either one of your four children. Too funny. Yeah.
2: I, did I ever tell you about the the Maryland Maryland Florida State football game? I, I was sitting in the, no. the student section. back in college, and a kid was getting patted down in front of me that he had cargo pants on. Why did they take a twelve pack out of his? <laughs> attire? He had twelve beers removed from Amazing. him, and then Amazing. they just let him walk on in.
1: <laughs> hey, look, there's also a, a method. Terp. There's a there's a
2: method
0: that again, it's the cl- the clientele, the type of person that's there. I can imagine that for Maryland football fans, even Maryland oh, basketball yeah, no doubt. fans. Like apparently, the worst type of show you could go to for these types of things at Walnut Creek. Guess the genre. Oh, I'm going to say um, country. Jennifer, I think do you have an
3: opinion? I'd guess country, too. Yeah.
0: Country no Country's actually, the, those are considered the rowdiest shows oh, to for work sure. with people trying to get away with stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's why we picked Sublime and Slightly Stupid, because who's drinking at that show? Most yeah. people are probably going to be That's going to be a little more Cali sober. <laughs> that's going to be a little more Cali sober at that point. <laughs> it's like, hey, they might have a beer to like take, you know, whatever. But I'm guessing it's going to be more of a contact buzz that I'm concerned with, not necessarily... <laughs> Uh, not necessarily beer. So anyway, so w- what what we're you, you mentioned timing. So what what kind of changes are expected here?
3: Yes. Yeah, so the legislature is looking at um, passing an omnibus bill, which mm-hmm. is means it's, they've got a lot of different issues kind of compiled into one bill for alcohol purposes. Um, they were looking at this back in July. They've been delayed with the budget and other things, but they're expected to start picking it back up again late August okay. to look at it again with probably an effective date early fall, October one. Okay. But it's um, a lot of different things in the bill, almost something for everybody in there, you know, retailers, um, customers. They're looking at um, authorizing happy hour under certain circumstances in North Carolina, mixed drinks to go, mm-hmm. bringing back um, some policies that were in place with COVID with that and allowing that to ha- happen. And then there's a lot of different special interests and other type provisions in there, too. But
2: okay. I just want to. I want to dive in, and I'm going to be so unorganized with this. But quick question. You said yeah. some of the policies that were in place during COVID. I personally feel like the changes that were, that were made, the, the relaxing some of, some of the overly stringent laws we had uh, it, during COVID, um, it was overall a very positive thing. I was surprised some of them were taken back because it's kind of one of those things, once it's allowed, are there, if there aren't problems, why would, it, why would they be removed? Or was it just because there were artificial dates put on there and they were never renewed? Does that question make
3: sense? Yeah, that does. And it's because some of the things that were in place during COVID, like the policies allowing the restaurants and others to do the mixed drinks to go were proclamations from the governor or they were not in the statutes. And so um, there was not a, they did have expiration dates, like you said. And so it just was a matter of needing the legislature to codify, you know, agree and codify and pass the legislation and do some of that. And with anything, you know, you've got to be conservative in the the unintended consequences. They wanted, they did it during COVID to help help out restaurants and others. But I think they wanted to make sure that, um, you know, with public safety being paramount, that there weren't going to be significant concerns coming out of that. So they took some time to look at it and um, consulted with different trade groups, restaurant groups, and I think they've come to some draft legislation that that most people could agree on.
2: Okay. What do you think is the best way to go through this? you got a paper in front of you.
3: (laughs) I I took some notes in case I had some tricky questions.
2: You sent sent Wayne and me
1: a a very
2: detailed, bulleted email explanation right why don't we just kind of go through that I mean the biggest thing is the happy hour law right
3: but I I think the biggest thing that the general public would want to see is that and um yes I did a blog post that summarized the different points of the law and um that's what I would sent you inside yeah I can go through kind of some of the highlights from that why don't we
2: do that because this affects everybody it's going to affect everybody who enjoys going to places that serve alcohol right
3: uh, yep. Yeah. Well, so, Yeah. So you mentioned the, um, the happy hour. So right now in North Carolina, um, you're not allowed to have happy hour for alcohol. So bars, restaurants, and others cannot have a drink special. That's only a, a time limited period during a day. The regulation actually says that, that drinks have to be sold for the same price in a calendar day. So for example, you can have a beer special on Monday or a margarita special on Tuesday, but you cannot have a half-price beer special between 5 and 6 p.m., for example. And so, this legislation has a provision in it, and they call it price flexibility in the bill um, instead of happy hour. And I think that's a way to kind of make it more palatable for everybody. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize realize the name happy hour would be a problem at this point.
3: Yeah. So, um, they've got a price flexibility provision in there that would allow um, restaurants and bars and others to be able to offer the happy hour specials like during the alcohol specials on premise during Mm -hmm. certain hours of the day as well as specials like um, buy one get one free things like that that are currently prohibited the catch though in this legislation um, which was sort of a compromise between parties is that you have to have a local ordinance that authorizes this as the way this bill is currently drafted as of the day of the podcast it could change but so in other words a town or a county whichever has the jurisdiction over the you know, the bar or restaurant has to pass an ordinance allowing that um, for the bar to be able to do that. So the
2: state can say it's allowed, but it has to be basically approved right. by each ordinance. In yeah,
3: the way- and I think that's a way, too, to kind of compromise because some areas of the state being more conservative and others, the more urban areas, not that um, they wanted to sort of give options to.
1: But that's exactly what I was going to say. I see that as as they're compromised. And why it's a compromise is because you look at, I don't know, the eastern part of the state and the western part of the state, and then you take, I don't know, Wilmington, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, Charlotte, Raleigh, Cary, Durham. We know which ones are going to pass that and which ones aren't. Right? I mean, it's – I mean, well, what county was it where White Lake and Chabra and all that, you couldn't buy liquor. I and mean, there's still places. Well, you, County was yeah, you still 10 can. years ago. They right. finally passed liquor by the drink, you know? So. Right. So, um, so I, I see that. I'm, I'm looking through the list. I'm looking through your blog post. And, um, uh, and, and number two on this I find interesting. Authorizes NCABC commission members and staff to sample and liquor products for product approval purposes. <laughs> Interpretation by Wayne. They can get freebies and try them. Is that not happening now? No. Legally, the- oh. Joe. So you're talking about. They would about, never do anything that's not legal.
0: Wait, are, you, are you talking about giving somebody a, a customer a sample or. No,
1: this is the actual commission, the, commission members being able to, to sample uh, for the purpose of approval only.
2: Oh, okay. You're oh, talking oh, about. Oh, oh, Yeah. And ABC. That,
3: okay. And that, that's kind of an example where um, I talked about it, if the ABC statutes don't specifically authorize right. it, then it's prohibited. That's think-
1: probably happening. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, a sales guy comes in, you want to try these things, you want to bring them into your state.
3: Yeah, and I think this is a way to give them specific authority and kind of that cover to be able to do that.
1: Uh, Controversial. The ability to open at 10 a.m. on Sundays and on New Year's Day and July 4th and Labor Day upon enactment of a local ordinance again.
3: Yep, so this would... um, Expand when the ABC stores can yeah. be open, and again, it's got that caveat about a local ordinance, so that you probably see that happen in some parts of the state, not others. You know, this think is for one,
2: ABC
1: stores. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: So o- I think open one
1: Sunday at ten a.m.
3: So, so one criticism could potentially be is that it will lead to a kind of a patchwork of results across the state, where you know, somebody might, if the legislation here passes, and then you get local ordinances in some places, you'll get you know customers used to seeing stores open here. You know here, maybe not at the beach, or not in this area, so it,
1: remind it very- me when the bloody Mary bill passed it, did it have to have local approval as well was that, that did that's what I'm yeah, yeah. yep, yeah. yep, it did, but it was
2: I mean at least in Holly Springs and Fuquay, where I was affected, it was immediate
1: yeah, and I think a lot of these places will will be immediate as well um I, ahead.
2: Well, you're you're while you're looking up, I got a question, and you may or may not know this, but two guys came into the bar Friday, I was getting some work done here. I was hanging out with my, my guys, my, my staff and stuff, and, and um, their first question, do you guys have a happy hour? Do you have happy hour specials? And we're like, not yet. <laughs> the state doesn't allow it right now. And they're like, what? And I kind of explained, every state's different. Every state has their own quirky ABC laws. This is one of ours. Has it always been like that in North Carolina? and why 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 haven't we been able to do that
3: yeah um it's always been that way as far as as long as i've been practicing for the past 18 years and i it's been that way as long as i can can remember but i i can't say for certain that
1: back in my day
3: <laughs> wait wait maybe wayne
1: uh, oh we had happy hours like just, you read about i mean did did they have happy 2001 hours? vip which is uh was a Hodges Street over there, Joe? Where the where the Kings used to practice? That used to be 2001 VIP, kind of little place up on the oh, hill. Well
0: you're talking about the old uh, ice plate. Whatever that was it was called. Oh, geez, that's anyway, gone through so many names. My brother was yes. a VIP
1: member. Yes, once or He's twice. A, once Dome. or twice a year on a Sunday night, they do one penny for anything, and it wasn't highballs. It wasn't well. It was whatever they have behind the bar, and nice. it was the good stuff. A penny. So yeah, we had happy hours up until. I mean. I was probably. Prohibition, probably. Yeah, up until bro- Prohibition no. shut it down. Um, <laughs> early, early mid 80s. Okay. Yeah. So what changed?
2: Uh, yeah, Is I wonder it, what changed.
3: What changed? What changed? Like you, you can do an all day special like that to you like if you decide i want to yeah, sell but it's got to for- be all
0: day well, right, right? It isn't
3: all day but yeah. right but, but um, you're
0: only open from top the issue is
3: people stuff. are concerned about overconsumption and okay. just you know drunk driving and just Well, in a penny of drink over- we surely <laughs> didn't
1: drink too much <laughs> what when We're i was 21 about? we didn't drink too much i promise you Interesting. um so i got a question about uh, uh, about the way the laws currently are now so if you hypothetically had a bourbon club or a if you had a sign up sheet in your your business and you had a sign up sheet and you had an email list and you emailed out to that group, hey, on the 15th of the month every month we're going to do this crazy drink special, unadvertised except through this email. Come on in and enjoy it. Now, Is that legal to do that? Now, granted, I know that if somebody else walked in the door and wanted that same drink, you have to sell it at the same price. But do you have to market it in in their place? Or or can you just do it via an email blast?
3: The law doesn't talk about marketing, but it it generally does say that it's supposed to be offered and sold at the same price for the day. Um, But you're right. People try to come up with different creative ways around things like that. Yeah, it was a
1: conversation. So, we're doing a break-even bottle on Tuesday where we buy all the bourbon, we'll divide it by 25 and sell one-ounce pours and um, at whatever it costs. So, if it's a hundred dollar bottle divided by 20, it's a four-dollar pour, where you know it might have been an 18 or 20 or 30 dollars pour. Um, so, I was having a conversation Tuesday with a guy who just it was his first time in, he was asking a lot of questions. I'm like, I don't know the answers to these, but that's right, I think, People, I, think I know. Keep them
2: coming. Do you write them yeah. down? We got her for another got, like got, 30 minutes. I got plenty of them,
1: I got plenty. <laughs>
3: yeah, and there's other ways you can do you know, you can offer a, a, a food special or a combination drink and right. food special. So people are always trying to come up with something creative mm-hmm. to try to get around. So I get a lot of questions, you know, right. hypotheticals or can I do this or that? And so we give our I give my best opinion based on how the law is written.
2: But this will allow bars, if passed, to actually say, Hey, come in from four to seven, half price, whatever. That's right?
3: right. If this passes, and if the local ordinance passes,
2: okay. So here's a question for you: When you go out of state, when you travel, maybe on vacation or something, you go to a different place. Um, are you ever surprised by by any of their laws or their specials that they have going on? I always yeah. find it interesting when I go back home to Maryland. And, like, they have happy hours again. And I was like, man, I forgot about this.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, South Carolina obviously has a lot of, you know, they have happy hour specials. They have more things available in the ABC stores than we do at cheaper prices. But I mean, then other states, you know, I'm surprised that um, uh, don't have maybe some of the flexibility we have in North Carolina, like like Pennsylvania or other states where you can't have certain types of alcohol, even in the grocery store. So-
2: yeah, well, I grew up in there, in Maryland. We didn't have alcohol in grocery stores. But you could go to my my stepmom would always go across the bridge into oh. Charlestown, West Virginia yeah. to get her wine from uh, Walmart because they had it there uh it's just it's, it's yeah. i grew up basically Maryland Virginia West Virginia all right there so depending on where you were everything was different it's a, and it's a, so and moving to North Carolina it was different then so um more of the more of the the new stuff Anything else that really sticks out as a, as a big difference maker in your mind?
3: Yeah, we talked a little bit about the mixed drinks to go. I think yeah. that is a, um, you know, a potentially good boon for restaurants and others that serve alcohol, especially with last year's legislation kind of expanding the social districts. And um, sure. you see more of those popping up in downtown areas, like downtown Raleigh. I think the mixed drinks to go, um, if that passes, that's another.
2: No, that's going to you know, probably have to have a certain Type of packaging.
3: It it does. The bill as it currently reads says it has to have a lid, um, like be sealed in a lid. And the bill as it's currently written says it has to be sold with food. So, um, oh man, yeah, that- let's
1: define food yeah. here. Right. We've so had this another- conversation <laughs> in house here already.
3: Yeah. So there's we an- got two
1: dollar bags of chips. <laughs> right. I mean, what does it have to be? <laughs> we might even stock up on some Slim Jims if we need to. Well, not man Chomps. What the what Chomps. Have you seen the Chomps? No, chomps are the new ones. You don't do slims when chomps happened, or- What
2: happened to tin fish? You, you going to go to the tin fish one? That's route.
1: too expensive. Is it? Yeah, not enough margin in that. Okay, you are not doing the fish, you Can't right. yeah. charge
2: enough for those things. But
1: but Cisco can get us the prepackaged charcuteries. Oh, so what, we just those like, Ollie
2: ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah but they're expensive.
1: I'm saying no. You can get those at at, at, cost at You know, three fifty four bucks. I can tape
2: a Slim Jim <laughs> to a cup and call it a
0: day. <laughs> you
1: got to do the chomps, man. They're they're healthier. <laughs> <laughs> for chomps. It's the he new. Really thing. I saw them. I saw at Costco. Yeah, they're Costco. They're healthier. They're better. healthier. Oh. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, I think one version Healthy. of it. So we're talking it about take much. It, it
1: <laughs> yeah. doesn't take much. Co-
0: I, counterbalance the alcohol for I think health.
3: it's probably going to be limited to a meal. I think one version of the legislation also limits it to certain Have you had hormones. a chomp yet?
1: It's, a meal. it's a meal. You
2: can make a meal out of a chomp, apparently. <laughs> Let me tell you about chomp.
1: Anyway. A chomp and a bag of chips is meat and, p- and vegetables. Why don't you get the Nutella and goes while you're at it as well? Yeah, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's what we figured it would be. You, yeah. you know, it's be. I think
3: they might limit it to only certain permit holders that okay. do sell food, like uh, beverage restaurants. And the language has been changed some on that, so okay. we have to see what So, one that goes I
1: through. find interesting, again, looking back at the list, um, requires the ABC boards to. Provide more transparency on how rare spirits are allocated to retailers by requiring boards to submit plans to the commission. Dah, 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 dah. Also, requires them to sell allocated products only to retail customers who live in the county where it's being sold and to keep records of who it's sold to. That's going to be a nightmare for these local stores. I mean, realistically. Well, they already have a record of retailers, though. No, not the retailer. The retailer's got to keep a record of the individual that buys it. The whole premise here is- Oh,
2: that's for the public. I thought that was for-
1: They're trying to crack down on the secondary market, and it's very clear. So
2: you're telling me I can't go buy a bottle in Chatham
1: County? You cannot. Not not of the uh, allocated spirits. Oh, of allocated spirits. Yeah, right. Allocated spirits.
3: Yeah, I think this arose out of some controversy that had happened with um, different areas of the state being upset that- allocations would go to certain counties yeah. and not others so this legislation was a way to try to appease some of that and um account for where the rare so, go.
2: and you might not know this but bourbon clubs are very popular i've got friends in i've got several friends in several different ones they do what are called barrel picks they'll go out to the distilleries they'll choose a barrel it'll get bottled up and sent to a certain abc store okay um North Carolina laws. S- Wake County residents like those are considered allocated bottles, wouldn't they be? For if they are for the club, they be they would be considered allocated bottles. If if they do pre-orders, things like that. So you're saying if the Andrew ABC store, you, everybody knows the Andrew ABC store. That's the popular one with all like suburban urban nerds, right? What's that going to do? To that, um, that if because that's in a different county, It's right. not an allocated product per se. Though the bourbon it would club be, picks so that's what that was my question. It nah. wouldn't be considered an allocated product nah.
1: for that club. No, your your allocated products are like the Heaven Hills, uh, the Heaven Hill Twenty, even the Heaven Hill Seven. A lot of those things that we you know work hard to get in here, the Stag, uh, even Buffalo Trace, believe it or not, is considered an allocated product.
2: So we're we're considering it allocated for the store.
1: Mm. Allocated meaning, you can only buy one at a time. Uh, even you know, as a bar or restaurant, well, Wake County is only allowing you to buy one of those at a time. So that's what they consider allocated. So that'll sure. be interesting to see how they break that down. Right. Uh, I mean, because really, Buffalo Trace is. It's it's scarce, but should it be really be allocated? You should just buy more because you got other states yeah, and it's everywhere. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say buy more because to yeah, your point, I've been everywhere. To other, I've, I've been to liquor twenty six dollars on yeah. the bottom
2: shelf in South Carolina at a gas station before. Yes, like, so right. It shouldn't yeah.
0: be. It shouldn't be like this here. And I guess that to kind of tie it into these changes in the laws, Jennifer, that do our lawmakers get this? Like, are they, are they finally, like, what do you think has finally gotten the light bulb to go on for things that, I mean, I've lived here since 1995, and I feel like in the last five years, there truly has been a push. Is it that more people have moved to the area from out of state that are used to other things, and they're going, well, wait a minute, why is it like that here? What, what, do, you, what do you think the... the the, f- the pushes.
3: Yeah, I think the push is coming from the legislatures listening to the different trade groups, like the Brewers Guild, yeah. the restaurant associations that are here, and who's all all of those members are telling, um, you know, their trade groups, and it gets passed on to legislatures, hey, it would really help us, you know, as a small business owner, if we can make more money doing this, or we, we've seen this happen in other states, and we want to be able to do this. And so the legislature is taking um, a, a renewed interest in working with the trade groups and others to try to where they can and where it makes sense to do so, you know, modernize some of these laws um, where there's really not a negative consequence per se. It's it's it is something that um, a lot a lot of times makes common sense, but again, it's not specifically set forth in the ABC statutes now okay. in a lot of cases. And so they're trying to write it in there to make it clear that they want the policy of the state to be that it could to do that. Because um, I think a lot of times our state ABC commission, um, you know, they're they're under the department of public safety. And so they're concerned about public safety. And if they um, get asked questions and there's not a specific answer in the statutes, then their answer is often no. Okay. Even sometimes where it makes common sense or it would make sense to do so. And so I think people are trying to work with the legislature and the legislature is also trying to work with the ABC commission, you know, in addition to the trade groups to come up with things that, that, you know, most people agree on. So I think that's been pushing the last five years is just, um, trying to find ways to modernize the law and Mm -hmm. working with the groups to do that.
2: All right. Personal, personal (laughs) feeling question here. Yeah. I handle DWI. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, but I mean, your job is to know the law and to keep up with the changes, right? Specifically with, with alcohol. (laughs) Are there any, and you don't have to tell me which ones feel free to, but are there any that you're just like, why is this a thing? (laughs) <laughs> why is this a law that we even, who cares about this so much that it's not allowed or at least talked about? Is there anything out there that you're like, why do we even care about this?
3: Yeah. I, I, one of the ones that I, I dislike is the, what they call the Tide House Laws, T-I-E-D. And it's laws that, again, stem from a long time ago prohibiting certain co-ownership interests between say a supplier and a retailer and it was meant with this concept well we don't want budweiser or some large supplier to have a bar on every corner and control that but it's one of those areas that also has um, a lot of consequences and the problem is is now you have a lot of people investing in breweries and wineries distilleries in the state but also separate bars restaurants and others and so um, they get caught with this law that says you're not supposed to have these ownership interests in this, right. but there's an exemption pr- process for that. And so um, they all want to pursue the exemption process. And so the ABC commission hears those at it's monthly meetings. So it just leads to a lot of, I say unnecessary paperwork sometimes having to deal with simple people trying to invest with in different supplier tier, brewery, distillery, and others, and then retail tier, but they have to get this exemption and approval. And I think some of those laws, um, could be modernized more
2: gotcha i was thinking yeah i think the happy hour law is stupid why do we have
1: it? <laughs> Adam, yeah.
3: well yeah and i think some of those and then uh, there's so many advertising regulations with abc laws that are kind of dumb too about, i was gonna ask i get questions all the time about can i do this promotion facing,
2: front facing uh signage yeah
3: the, the signs are just or, if there's you see another the street good. Yeah, and the, the letters have to be a certain size, and right. the, the outdoor placards have to be a certain size, and there's different rules for interior advertising versus exterior. It's a lot to keep up with. I mean, even the attorneys, we, we have to look at the book a lot of times because it's just, sure. we can't remember how big the letters are supposed to be on the side. So.
2: Right. I just wonder why those are mountains we have to die on. I mean, it's a bar. You know, they serve alcohol. Right. Why are you not allowed to have a neon that I, that you can see from the street? I don't. I don't understand. That.
1: Like in Florida, anywhere you drive in Florida, it's like the flashing light. Liquor, yeah. liquor, liquor. Yeah. about Adam Joe. Remember when the pop up beer cart was uh, yes. the, a cam? What was it called? It was. It was no, the
2: beer cart.
0: It, it was a no. It, had so a it name. was. A, I forgot the. I forgot the. The. I forgot the artist's <laughs> name, but it actually was an installation. I want. Was it Matt Robinson? Anyway, he had taken an old uh, shipping shipping container container, and converted it into a beer. Yeah, but it had a name anyway. For camp. but then eventually it got
1: uh, Durham Bulls bought it. Now
0: it's at uh, Rocky Mountain Mills, and then now it's at the
1: Mills. I don't even know. Yeah, Yeah, it's the Mills. 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 Okay. Yeah, I worked
3: on that, and that was an interesting one. Yeah, we had like a daily exemption.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, there was no exemption.
3: (laughs) We had to get. We got approval with the ABC Commission and worked out that was yeah. a special
1: circumstance
0: because it was <laughs> like it was like it considered was, an installation well, there was right? a question
3: at first about is the shipping container mobile or not and so we were able to work with the abc commission and yeah and show them it was not moving it was permanently it's, installed it's right there, there it right. wasn't because you can't have mobile bars right um
2: yet it,
0: well, maybe right, that's, that's and that's what i'm getting, getting at so guess this. the trolley pub does not count
1: well, and that's I another question.
3: B-Y-O-B, that's right? one where they have to bring their own alcohol. It does not sell alcohol. And there's
0: also, I guess, there's another one too. There's like a Raleigh trolley, and then there's like some axes and ales too. Is another one of these. The, kind yeah, of the,
3: the fire truck that goes around downtown Raleigh. Yeah, I think all of those. People bring, wi- yeah, they're bringing okay. their own, they or they're buying it somewhere garden? else, like in a brick and mortar, and then they're bringing Got in- it.
1: So let's jump in, into both of those. So the um, so you worked on that, so you're familiar with it. Then I thought it was uh, a
2: pop up beer garden. It might have been. It might have been. I thought that's what they yeah. called it. Nobody remember. There's there's one person screaming at the speaker. I know, right? right now. It's okay, right? Um, <laughs> okay. Why
1: can't they remember this? But but there was this very specific name for it, and I can't remember the name for the cart. But correct me if I'm wrong. What in their in, intent? After that, they were going to move it around to different places and do the same thing.
3: I don't know the okay. exact intent, but uh, there might have been an intention at one point to eventually pick it up and put it permanently somewhere else, but not to move it around and sell. Yeah, there it. was so
1: much going on with that. Uh, I we were we were in, we were in a lot of conversations. In fact, right. uh, what Was this, was it Bob Long? Robert? Long, what was what was Bob's name at ABC?
3: Bob Hamilton.
1: Hamilton. Bob and I had this conversation several times because I was not happy because we had talked about doing a mobile beer but situation we were an like artist. that. We weren't artists, right. So we didn't get the artist exemption. Um, and of course we got shot down.
2: We had already spent enough money on Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. We needed to recoup yeah. some <laughs> so of that anyway, every time.
1: So um, anyway... The one here that establishes a new mobile bar services permit, which allows a business that provides bartending services for events to bring beer, wine, and liquor onto premises of a business that does not hold ABC permits and to serve the alcohol at the event. So, is that going to be? You could do that, but just for an event.
3: Yeah, I think that one's limited to events, okay. and I still think that it's worded so that the sale has to be done ahead of time of the alcohol. But I think this okay. provides some flexibility. Like a catered. Yeah, it's kind of an expansion of that. And I think that this provides some flexibility for people doing this type of service to be able to to store and um, transport the alcohol where there's been some open questions about that.
1: So back to the, Joe mentioned the trolley. So the trolley, they bring their own alcohol onto the trolley. So the trolley's not selling any alcohol, correct?
3: Right, the the trolley's not selling alcohol on board. Um, There may be some, uh, like an off-premise permit Someone holds somewhere that, right, and the people are buying it and then you know bringing it there. But I'm pretty sure that that one is a a BYOB. So, and there's also some exemptions for. uh, I'm
1: just trying to understand because if if you are riding in my car, or let's say you're driving me around and I'm sitting over there just you know getting lit and (laughs) we get stopped, I've got an open container, right?
3: Yeah. so right. how
1: how are they doing open containers on the road?
3: There's um, some statutes that talk about exemptions for things like limos and things where there's separation between um, okay. the drivers, too.
1: So is that also a local approval or do you know?
3: That's not a local approval. It's in the state. So it's ABC a state, statute. so a
1: local jurisdiction. So let's say that I want to go down, I don't know. Rockingham County up north, where we know that they're not going to want that up there. But if I want to do one there, I could do it. Okay. All right. Just curious because it's, okay. it's you know, again, questions Old that, Wayne loophole over here.
3: <laughs>
0: but I mean, if I've-
1: Hey,
3: look. Coming up as, with the next uh, business idea. As I've,
0: as, I've, as I've entered into this whole LLC world, uh, Jillio is all about finding loopholes and whatnot. Like tax-free loop. I'm
1: just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, man. That's what, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's just, it, Wayne's just hustling,
0: man. That's what it's all about. Every
2: day. Every day. I want to know when I can put my Margarita Man business plan in, into effect, <laughs> where I, basically it's an alcoholic snow cone vendor. That's what I want. Soon. Soon. That's what I want. That's living the dream right there. <laughs> yeah. You show up to community, to neighborhood pools, and you play the, your chimes, as the, as the and all the man. parents just come out, throw I them mean, money I mean, this whole you.
1: trolley thing, Joe mentioned, it just got me intrigued right now because, like, can you just take a whole keg up there and everybody just pulls a beer and passes? I mean, because I've never been on one. I don't know anything about them. What, those things? Yeah, I've never been on one.
2: I mean... It's motorized. It's too.
1: It's
0: motorized, so it's it's well.
2: Except, I, I except would the one not that I was on, I think.
0: If well, you paid the extra. It's the motorized. battery. The battery died on the oh. one that. See, that's how they get you. That's how they got you, and it was a miserable <laughs> they experience. Still, they still
2: expected a tip, didn't they?
0: <laughs> you're uh, the one doing all the work, and you're doing all the work, and yeah, they you know they have a way to hook up a speaker, you know, oh and, and everything. Else. And there's
3: some but, exceptions for there's special nonprofit permits, and sometimes yeah. it's special events, um, like where there's a nonprofit has a permit, you'll see kind of a a mobile like wine vendor or, or somebody else okay. with a cart. And those are permitted kind of differently. And a lot of them are under those special, the non-profit. Yeah.
1: And speaking about the nonprofit, I think that's where a lot of people don't realize that uh, beer festivals, uh, you can't just do a for-profit beer festival per se. You've got to have a nonprofit involved to pull that permit.
0: And I guess we can, we can start if wrapping. It's off-premises. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we can start wrapping the conversation here. I am curious, going forward... With this budget, which is, was it supposed to happen today? Was it not? Uh, who knows? Is the budget still not done? All I know is <laughs> I that think I was supposed maybe to, next week. Or the- shout out to Philip Isley. I was supposed to talk to Philip about some PNC Arena stuff, but the the budget not being approved has caused that conversation to be tabled. So, in hell, I, I actually owe him a text. But that's neither here nor there. Part of that part of that conversation with Isley, though, is about what's happening with PNC Arena and the and the sports book. But it's going to go, theoretically, it's going to go beyond the sports book, and that we're actually going to open up some full blown casinos, or at least there's talk of a full blown casino. Now, I am not a gambler, but I have been to casinos and I know what the hook is. You come in, you spend money on the games, and oftentimes they'll comp your drinks and that kind of stuff. Are there. Like what? What are the rules for that right now in North Carolina? And with casinos and the deals that they try, I mean, we're sitting here talking about happy hour. Casinos run all sorts of hustles to keep you drinking and gambling. So, how does that factor into your into these decisions?
3: Yeah, and I think the with the casino bills pending, some of that could be you know issues we see arising is how yeah. to handle alcohol. They're going to want a happy hour
0: right, for at a casino so. right
3: now. Like like with the the Cherokee and Catawba casinos, um, I don't think they're doing happy hour. This coincidentally, this omnibus bill. Um, puts the Catawba in the same position as Cherokee has with being able to self-govern and gotcha. so sometimes they have different rules and they're, they've they got federal schemes that come in that, okay. that govern them as well but um, yeah I think the way the alcohol be done at the casinos uh, could be remain to be seen how how that bill and then this alcohol omnibus bill especially mm. if the happy hour passes might merge together
0: okay okay
3: um, there's a lot of issues on the horizon like that that I think are coming up that are really interesting and we were talking about the, the CBD drinks and the other things. Those types yeah. that of was, issues. That, was, are really that would
0: be my other question. I realize that we're about to go into another quarter hour, which means just more billing. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> don't worry. We're it's, talking, just, it's
3: pro bono today.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the other, I guess that was the other curiosity as things become legalized, uh, how the ABC Commission ties into that. Um, and the CBD drinks or the Delta Eight, the, th- the thing that actually gets you. It's on the Agriculture Bill, buddy. Is that, is that so? Is that part of the Agriculture Bill? Yeah.
1: Well, is, uh, so ABC, so CBD was
0: CBD was, it yeah, but the, like Delta, well, the Farm but like, bill. But like the 2018 Farm 8, Bill, but the Delta Eight and the sales of THCA and everything else, that, that's not under the ABC Commission, is it?
3: It's not under the ABC right now. and okay. the ABC Commission, it's not part of this ABC Omnibus Bill.
0: So how do they? So how do how, how do Delta Eight drinks? get regulated is that under the the agriculture bill about
1: you know weight and are all they that regulated stuff or, at all at uh, this point it, they,
2: well that, that is a good question they're trusted to to regulate themselves okay
3: yeah okay. i think the state looks to, at the federal level too for some guidance okay on that as well but a lot of that you're right is just it's open questions that we'll have to stay tuned for because it's being developed now and i guess the last I, question I guess that's a lawyer answer for you like, no, hey, that's fine. We no that's fine <laughs> you don't know um, that's but fine. it's fine i think it's coming
0: and i guess the other and this is more of a this is a big picture question any any conversation around the abc invariably comes around to especially as people complain about the allocation and why can't i find buffalo trace or eagle rare or whatever why do we still even have abc stores in 2023
3: when we're getting the, rid of them the
0: purpose of it seems to be a little antiquated at this point
3: yeah the, the states looked at that at privatization and mm-hmm. it, it's an issue that comes up you know every couple years yeah. it under both political parties, and um, it's just it's one of those things that they've studied the financial and, and just it, 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 right now I think the answer comes down to money, money. that you know the
0: now again maybe money it's for a the misconception but I guess the I mean the way it's always been argued to me is that the ABC stores are actually kind of a money suck you know they're they're very wasteful with the money and that's where privatization might come in and clean that up especially if you're looking to you're looking at budgets and how to save money. Well, here's something that could easily be replaced by private companies, private stores, private groups that could sell these things. But I guess there's no yeah. movement on that.
3: I, the legislature still is something that's being studied. And okay. I think every few years it, Rises again, so I, gotcha. I I think it will keep coming up and being part of the conversation. Okay.
1: The bigger issue there, Joe and, and Jennifer, you tell me the exact numbers: like one hundred twenty-five boards in the state, or something. It's over a hundred. The hundred right. counties, yeah. But some counties have multiple boards because, right. like, this little bitty town may have its own board, and it's a cash cow for that little bitty town. Sure. So that's what we're fighting: is these uh, these rural counties. These they're very. I mean, they're controlled by the political parties mm-hmm. there. And so they don't want to give up that money. They don't want to give up the money. Makes sense. Um, not that, yeah. because they don't think that privatizing it is going to give you the same revenue, which probably would, because mm-hmm. you're going to have better choices, you're going to have more opportunities, you're yeah. going to on every corner. Um, one last question, Jennifer: Does your uh, firm is your firm involved in uh, lobbying as well on on the, any of this?
3: We we are. So, so-
1: what are the lobbyists? What did they think the chances of this passing are?
3: Yeah, so what I'm hearing is that likely the legislature um, is going to look at this alcohol bill again, probably third week, fourth week of August. And I'm hearing that, you know, it, it has a good likelihood of, of passing. Um, we never know for sure what the legislature is right. going to do, but I think there's a lot of interested parties, and I think that's the word that we're getting is that, um, you know, it might have some amendments or different forms from the one as of today, but I, right. I think that we will likely see an omnibus a general alcohol bill pass. Good. Good.
2: I just wanted to bring up, in in that, tagging along on that conversation of private liquor stores versus state-run ABC stores. Remember last month I was in Maryland. I sent you you yeah. two a couple pictures, a bottle of Buffalo Trace going for sixty nine ninety nine. Well, I
1: was going to say there's there's pros and cons to it. Right?
2: Absolutely, it was a joke. absolutely pros like and cons. I, I was laughing talking to that one and. There were two other stores I went, and one of them actually had it for a hundred dollars. It's nuts. And and I'm like, guys, this is this is ridiculous. But like we said, you go to South Carolina, and I bought it a couple years ago <laughs> in a gas station, sitting mm-hmm. on the bottom shelf with no limits. The well, guy looked at you, me like I was I was stupid for asking such a thing.
1: When you and I went to uh, to Good Florida last year, in March of uh, twenty two. Remember we started. is that the one you're talking about, that little store? But anyway No, 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 no. This was Remember us picking up McKenna 10 off the shelf. Right. At you know, whatever the cheap price was and right. all kinds of stuff. You can't even you never even see it here. It's
2: it was everything in those liquor stores up there was significantly more. And by significant, I mean on the on the mid-range, cheaper bourbon end, at yeah. least five dollars a bottle more yeah. and then you look at something like buffalo trace and it's just
1: Crazy. ridiculous. yeah
2: uh so there are pros and cons not that i'm for for regulating everything but right. i also think i've gotten really spoiled on this abc system here <laughs> yeah. in north carolina and it's nice to get other things from other states sometimes that we can't get but i don't know that i'd, I'd want to see much change
1: yeah, I'd like to change. I'd like, the only thing I'd like to see change would be inventory. And I do like what they're doing with tracking who buys at the retail level. Because if you're a member of any of these Facebook bourbon groups and a guy posts a picture of a room and he's got shelves built and he may be sitting on a thousand bottles of bourbon. And Wayne, why are you calling it, yourself out? like I that? never did that. No, I'm kidding. I mean, we, we lost those. T- yeah, I lost those in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> the fire known as my divorce. Wayne,
2: wait, wait, Ex wife fired us, <laughs>
1: but but I mean, we had about 110 bottles of really, really nice high end bourbon, a lot of stuff. and we but we had five deep on some, but I didn't have 150 deep on any. And some of these guys do, and they brag about it, yeah. And they I, saw, I,
0: I, I saw somebody that we all know was at some guy's house, and it was exactly what you described. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you got better
2: stocked than the store, a freaking ABC. store, We don't have a bourbon inventory. Point? I don't get the what's the point? point? I don't understand. No, yeah.
0: I, I think the point basically is overcompensation. Right, we don't
2: don't have a. They already have a huge truck. They already have the biggest (laughs) truck truck in the parking lot. There's there's not a
1: bourbon shortage. There's a hoarding. There's a hoarding issue in this country with, with bourbon. That's what it is, and
2: that's why I keep
0: all of my gasoline in trash bags. Just in case, <laughs> just in case. You didn't put it in your laundry basket. No, didn't do that. <laughs> Jennifer, we appreciate you putting up with us today. Put up with you. these two with Thank all you for
3: inviting me. Things, things
0: like that. Uh, very, very fascinating conversation. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about value hoarding things like that? Maybe you are sitting on some baseball cards. Maybe Pokemon cards. For all I know, drop nice. on by. Oh, nice segue. You like that segue, oh, don't yeah. you? Go to Oak City Sports Cards in downtown Raleigh and get the card graded. They grade bourbon, right? Like, aren't there different bottles that come from different stores and people get really selective about which barrel it came from? Well, the same thing can happen with cards. So you got to make sure you, get, you got something graded. So head on over to Oak City Sports Cards in downtown Raleigh. And if you're, I don't know, maybe you're getting into a bourbon co-op. I don't know, maybe you want to <laughs> run a contract for that. That's where Whitaker and Hamer comes into play. Whitaker and Hayward's got locations all across North Carolina. All the G's are covered. Check them out online at wh.lawyer. What do
2: we got coming up next week? So next week we're going to be talking hockey and beer. Okay. There is a thing coming up. um, It's a thing. the Brewers' Cup hockey tournament. Ooh. So we're going to be on location next week at... uh, well not not on the, we're going to be on a location, not the location of the tournament. Where so. are we going? Uh Rale, Raleigh Brewing and Carrie over at the Arboretum. Oh nice. See our friend Laura Eichen, But there are four breweries. Oh Laura and Ho- that's all you had to say. Yeah. Laura and Hockey? Yeah. All right, now it, I know it, where you're getting It that. Tracks, right. right? Yeah, it totally but, tracks. <laughs> you know, we're we're uh what sixty days out from Kane's. Yeah. yeah, well
0: I mean, honestly, we're about a month out from, uh, from, from training camp. from Kane's hitting the ice.
2: So. Yeah, so so we're gonna talk there uh, it's um Raleigh Brewing, Feigning Goat, edit Edit Beer Co. and um, Joko Brewing awesome. um, are going to be on talking about their tournament, what it's raising money for, cool. and how to get involved. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Good guys, harmless habits.
3: Nailed it!